Friday, March the 9th. It's a monster NBA slate. Yesterday, we didn't really have a must-play for you during the podcast. Today, we may have four. Joined by Mike McClure, who is in the best mood. Mike, I've known you for, what, two years now? Yeah, just over two years. I've never seen you in this good of a mood. Never. This is uh, this is peak Mike McClure today, and uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm very excited about this slate. And folks, this is the way you're supposed to handle T.J. Warren being a late scratch, Steph Curry playing two minutes, and Manu Ginobili scoring two fantasy points. Just come back in an even better mood with optimism that you are going to destroy the slate. This slate has so much news that we're separating the news out. We're starting with the biggest news, and then we'll get to the big news. Steph Curry out for Golden State, also for Golden State. Iguodala, West, McCaw, all questionable. Anthony Davis listed as doubtful for the Pelicans. We're treating him as if he is out. Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier are out for the Magic, and they are facing the defensively challenged Sacramento Kings. Also, DJ Augustine questionable. Those three pieces of news would be enough for the entire slate. Yeah, it re- I mean, it really is enough for the entire slate. But there's more news coming later. Let's jump right into our must-plays. You gave me three or four names, Mike, before the show of guys you were really considering for must-play and kind of let me choose one, which I appreciate. And I, Looking at the FanDuel pricing, I was really struggling to choose between them. I just went over to DraftKings and see that Kevin Durant is 8900 with no Steph Curry tonight. Durant is by far and away my must-play of the night. Yeah, no, I think you have to play him. I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think he's ever been below $9,000, ever. This is the first time in his life. Yeah. And, um, and you know that he is looking at the price. He is going to his burner accounts and sending DraftKings tweets saying, why do you have Kevin Durant so underpriced? Yeah. And he's going to just destroy the slate. Oh, he's going to destroy the slate. I mean, you saw it last night against San Antonio. He put up 66.75 DraftKings points. And, you know, honestly, like, in my opinion, 60 points is about the floor in this matchup for him. He's going to be very consistent in this situation. So I know you love my must play. Who's your must play? Who's your, who's your second choice? I guess, uh, Drew Holiday. He's the guy that we got to go with, uh, knowing that Anthony Davis is out. Drew Holiday, you know, the matchup is ideal. It's getting even better if a guy like Otto Porter, who's questionable, doesn't play. Right. Uh, but Drew basically turns into Kevin Durant. When Anthony Davis is off the floor, he's going to score 1.4 to 1.5 fantasy points per minute. We know he's going to play 38 to 40 minutes in this game. Uh, you know, just an incredibly high floor, very high ceiling. Lock Drew Holiday in alongside Kevin Durant. So we've got Durant and Holiday locked in. There may be some other guys we just tell you to lock in later during this program. This may Sometimes we give you two or three guys, and then you can build around that, and we give our suggestions. This may be more of a night where there's a core four that you need to have in most all of your lineups, and then you can build around that. We do have to have some stayaways, though. And obviously, if Drew and Durant are where you're starting. You're not gonna. You have to avoid some of the expensive guys. One that I'm definitely avoiding tonight is Rudy Gobert going up against the Memphis Grizzlies. How Mark Gasol is still a very good defensive center. Memphis really limits fantasy points to centers. He's the same price as Vooch, who's in a better matchup with I would assume more shots with all those guys out in Orlando. He's only $500 less than Jokic. Andre Drummond is going up against the Bulls, so I can't even say fade him tonight. I'm staying away from Gobert. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm going to stay away from LeBron James, and it's not that I don't like LeBron. I mean, LeBron's going to score 60 fantasy points tonight. The issue with that is Kevin Durant's going to score 70, and Kevin Durant is two to $3,000 cheaper. Right. There's just absolutely no upside to playing LeBron James over Kevin Durant. Uh, sure, you could play them together, but if you do that, you're going to be missing out on Drew Holiday, likely, and some of the other guys we like. So LeBron's going to score 60. 
doesn't matter, too expensive. And it, it may be just as simple as starting with a stack of Warriors and Pelicans tonight. And that brings us to our angry tweet of the day. This is not going to be a new feature because most nights we give good advice and people are very happy and they don't send us angry tweets. But we did have a Twitter user said, nice DFS call on the 10-point underdog Suns and late scratch TJ Warren. No wonder y'all lowered the Sportsline subscriptions to $1. Well played, Twitter user. I will tell you, first off, if we ever get to the point to where we can call late scratches at 1 p.m. Eastern on this show, we are going to charge a lot more than $1. Second, the Sportsline subscription is not $1. That's a special deal that we are giving to you. And Mike, tell them how they get it and what they get for it. So if you want that deal for one buck, you need to go over to Sportsline and you're going to use the promo code DFS podcast. And that's going to give you your first month for a buck. And right now is the absolute perfect time to go sign up and get take advantage of this offer. Because if you sign up now, you're going to get the Masters for golf. You're going to get opening week of MLB baseball. You get the NCAA tournament. And then, of course, our NBA content and lineups for tonight, NHL, NASCAR. You get it all. This is the absolute perfect week to go sign up. That's promo code DFS podcast. Now, something I think you could add to over at Sportsline, if you could do this, if you could add to guys that we know are going to get hurt two minutes into the game or guys that are going to late scratch right at lock, that'd be very helpful. See, I think what the problem is, is the other night I said Anthony Davis is going to get hurt in this game and leave. And he did. And And I think that that kind of set a tone where people are expecting me to let them know who's going to get hurt ahead of time. We will not do that, but we will give you great lineups. Let's get to the big news. Paul Zipser, doubtful for the Bulls. Justin Holiday and Robin Lopez will both be starting for them, so more on that later. Stanley Johnson, doubtful for the Pistons. Sounds like Jonathan Simmons is going to be starting for them. DeAndre Bembry and Malcolm Delaney, both out for the Hawks. DeLon Wright, out for the Raptors, also OG out as well. Ryan Anderson out for the Rockets. Courtney Lee out for the Knicks. The Grizzlies are a complete and total mess. I don't know why they're still on these slates. But Tyreek Evans, Chandler Parsons, Mario Chalmers, Andrew Harrison all out. Jarrell Martin, questionable. Otto Porter, questionable for the Wizards. That probably belongs up on that big news line as well. And I think we'll talk about it later. I think Bradley Beal may get overlooked on this slate. Brandon Ingram out for the Lakers. And then for the Kings, we've got Zebo. Zach Randolph is doubtful. De'Aaron Fox, Willie Cauley-Stein, Garrett Temple, Costa Kufos, questionable. If the Kings play the Grizzlies again this year and that game is on the slate, I may have to self-exclude. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get over to the sports line odds page. And we will not start with what I would say is the most important game of the night. We generally try to go in order of over-under, and we'll try to stick with that today, but we can skip through some of these if we need to as well because there are a lot of games on this slate. Lakers at the Nuggets, 229.5 is the over-under. That's a big number. Nuggets, six-and-a-half-point favorites. I guess my first question, because it feels like with the names we've given as must-plays and the teams we've talked about stacking, we're going to have to save money at center. I said I was staying away from Rudy Gobert. This is not a bad spot for Jokic, though. He responded very well to, be, to his fourth-quarter benching in his last game, had a monster outing. Are you going to try to squeeze Jokic into any lineups, or are you going to have to go cheap at center everywhere? Uh, probably going to go cheap at center. I think tonight, you know, the way it's looking, I think Vucevic is someone that I probably prefer over Jokic still. Uh, so Vuce is a guy that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about him when we get to that game, but he's got similar upside there. So probably not going to play a ton of Jokic tonight. Are you going to play a ton of this game, the highest over-under of the night? Uh, I think Lonzo Ball should be on your radar. Uh, you know, whenever Brandon Ingram is out, I, I do think this is a situation where Ball's going to approach a triple double again. 
Uh, the price point might be just a little too high, but I, I will consider Lonzo for sure, and I might end up with a few shares. He is 7,500 on FanDuel, 76 over on DraftKings. I'm just going to say that we're not going to have the money to play Lonzo Ball on DraftKings yeah. with the way I've started constructing this lineup, but he's not somebody you should completely avoid. Let's move on to the next game, and I, I lied kind of saying it was the highest over-under because there's a tie because the Cleveland Cavaliers are on the slate and they don't really play defense. Cavs at the Clippers, 229.5 over-under as well. Clippers, one-and-a-half-point favorites. LeBron basically saying recently he does not care if they're the one seed or the eight seed because it'll just take him one game to reverse home court advantage. That's no lie. He's on the road here in Los Angeles. You're fading LeBron. Are you fading this game? I probably won't fade the game completely, uh, you know, depending on how I do my builds. I mean, this is a night where I'm going to have a lot of tournament lineups because we've got this core group of players that we really like that, you know, have very high floors tonight. So that's what I love because then I can sprinkle in some of these other plays. Uh, Larry Nance, I mean, what, you know, what can you say about him? He's been very, very good. It looks like uh, he's kind of replacing Tristan Thompson right now while he's out. Uh, I like him in this matchup. I don't think anyone's going to pay for him. And the Clippers are the second worst team in the league against the power forward position. So that jibes with that also. And I cannot imagine Larry Nance's ownership is very high. He is $100 more on FanDuel than Draymond Green. I love Draymond tonight. So, yes, I think Nance should be a con- – I assume – more people are going to play Draymond than Nance. Oh, yeah, no question. Uh, Draymond will definitely be higher owned. Uh, you know, the other day I told you not to play Nance on FanDuel, do it on DraftKings. Uh, it worked out for us. Tonight is a night. If you like Nance, just plug him in. You, you do get a nice pivot from Draymond. Uh, you're going to take advantage of the ownership. You know, there's not a ton of upside because Draymond does have a very high floor in this game, but, but there is some upside knowing that everyone else is probably going to have Durant. If you can gain just eight fantasy points on the Nance first Draymond thing, that might be enough to make the difference between winning and losing tonight. This game might be our all-tournament game. Because oh. also, Lou Williams, 8,100. Again, I think a lot more people are going to play Drew Holiday at 85. A lot more people are going to play Bradley Beal, especially if Otto Porter is out at 86. James Harden has a floor of 10 to 15% ownership. So, right. like, I don't see many people playing Lou Williams. He's been remarkably steady as of late. One game in his last eight below 36 FanDuel points at 8,100. I think Lou's a nice tournament play as well. Yeah, Lou Williams, and while we're talking about this game, Tobias Harris too. Nobody's going to play Tobias at 8,400. Uh, I still like him. Uh, similar reason for Nance. Um, you know, one thing you could do in a tournament is, you know, we like Durant, we like Drew Holiday and all that. Let's play some of the cheaper Pelicans, some of the cheaper Warriors, and then let's pay up for Tobias and Nance, kind of stack this game up a little bit. I think that's a really good tournament strategy. Oh, yeah. Stacking this game without LeBron is an extremely good tournament strategy. The Houston Rockets, two-point favorites at Toronto, 220.5. We didn't give James Harden as our stay away. He's 11,200 on this slate. He's been... Not quite worth that in most of his recent games, but he's also showed a very solid floor. You're probably not playing a lot of Harden tonight, right? Yeah, I don't think I'll have any James Harden tonight. Uh, there's just not any reason to because I know I'm locking in Drew Holiday and there are still a number of guys that, you know, I'm there. You look at the price points on FanDuel, especially there's three players in the $8,000 to $9,000 range that are going to score 50 fantasy points tonight. We've not found a lot of good value yet. Not yet. Okay. We'll get to that later. Uh, I have to say his name every time that Ryan Anderson's out and the Rockets play. Luka Mute did play 29 minutes in their last game. He only put up 21 FanDuel points, but at 3,700, that's that's not a bad night. 
No, it's not bad at all. He's someone you should consider. He's probably the only one that I'm considering from the Rockets tonight. I like it. I like it a lot. So you do want to move on to uh, one of the games that actually matters tonight. Yeah, let's do that. Washington Wizards at the New Orleans Pelicans. I would say, for me, this is the most stackable game of the night just because I, I like the idea of playing Drew Holiday, Miritich, and Bradley Beal. I don't think you can play those three and Beal and Kevin Durant. I don't know that that is possible, at least with the value we've discovered to this point. But if Beal has no wall and no Otto Porter, why is he a worse play than Drew Holiday? Uh, he's definitely not a worse play than Drew Holiday. I mean, I, you know, the matchup is ideal. So I, I think that it's pretty much a coin flip. I think that, you know, obviously I'm operating under the assumption that Otto Porter is probably still going to play, but, you know, it, it, it's certainly not a lock that he does. But until he is moved to doubtful or out, I'm not going to run my simulations as if he is out. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so once I, you know, if I were to do that, I think that they would be very, they would be projected within two fantasy points of each other. So we like Miritich a lot. We like Holiday a lot. Those are the two best plays for the Pelicans. Who's the under the radar play? Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, really. Check Diallo. Check Diallo. Okay, so it is just like it looks. But Former Czech Kansas Jayhawk. Is he? Yes. Okay. Uh, Check Diallo is a guy that I think that should be on your radar. You know, he got to play 23 minutes against the Dallas Mavericks, put up 39.5 FanDuel points. He's 3,500. He should have a similar opportunity tonight with Anthony Davis out of the lineup. Uh, I, I think he's someone, if you need a value play, he's the one that I prefer tonight. Yeah, I, I would have bet lots of money against his body holding up in the NBA. I guess it's easier to hold up when you play 12 to 15 minutes per night. I don't see another time as of late that he has played 23 minutes, but basically anytime he's played 14 or 15, he's given you more than a fantasy point per minute. We expect him for what, 22 tonight? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm putting him in, I'm putting him at 20. Um, you know, I think he's got upside to play 25 minutes, uh, which, you know, that may not sound like a big difference to you guys out there, but when you're scoring one to 1.2 fantasy points a minute, an extra five minutes is a huge deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It would be. Anybody else on Washington that really benefits if Porter's out? Um, I mean, maybe, but I just, I'm not super excited about it. I think for Washington, for me personally, it's just the Bradley Beal show. Okay. Moving on to the other game that really matters tonight, the Warriors, one and a half point favorites at Portland. Of course, they are without Steph Curry. Kevin Durant is my must play. It's a 219 over under. I'm of the opinion in this game, Durant's the clear top play, especially because of his price on DraftKings. But Draymond Green is the clear number two play. He does a lot more playmaking without Steph on the floor. Yeah, no, uh, Draymond, you know, I think it's a very similar situation. You know, Steph got hurt in the first two minutes last night. You know, they're obviously on a back-to-back, but you can look at that game from last night as kind of what to expect tonight. And Draymond's going to approach a triple-double. I, I won't say he's a lock for it, but, he, you know, if he doesn't get it, it's because he's only going to grab nine boards or have eight assists instead of ten. Right. Uh, so Draymond is absolutely going to be involved. The assist rate does go up. Uh, he just does a lot of playmaking. So I'm 100% on board there. I'm probably fading Clay Thompson still. Yeah, I think Clay benefits from Steph's ability to get him more open looks. Yeah. And I, he's not going to have that in this game. So right. I, I don't. I, I agree with that completely. He is the one I'm the least interested in playing. There's not like they they are short-handed and they may be really short-handed. There's we don't play cheap warriors though, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any reason to. I think it's really Durant and Draymond there. Like I said, Clay, he does have almost 30% usage, but as far as efficiency goes, he's scoring less than 0.9 fantasy points a minute. And 
When you compare that to someone like Drew Holiday or Bradley Beal, he's going to be 1.3 to 1.5 at the position. It's just absolutely no way that you can play Clay Thompson. So Durant, Draymond, that's it for me. It is a large, what, 10-game slate. I, I assume we're just staying away from Portland. I, I would like Damian Lillard more if Steph was playing, but right. without him, I don't think I do. No, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, I think it's pretty easy for uh, Clay Thompson to just kind of shadow uh, Damian Lillard tonight, so I don't, I don't see any reason to play Lillard. The Knicks are at the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, we went from a lot of excitement to this. Uh, Bucks 10-point favorites with an over-under of just 212.5. You could have given Giannis as your fade, just like you did with LeBron, because if you're playing Durant, it's hard to play either of them, yeah. especially with the other guys we're playing. So I, is this a game you're staying away from? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to stay away from this game. I mean, there's the piece of news with Courtney Lee out. Um, you know, that might open up a few things, but... Not really something that I'm going to be targeting heavily. The problem is if you need Courtney Lee to be out to open things up for you, then you probably are not very good. Yeah, I mean, we can't do a show without mentioning his name. So Michael Beasley is someone you could look at. Uh, he did. He's back up to 25 minutes in the last two, put up 30 fantasy points against Portland, which, by the way, means good things for Kevin Durant tonight. And this is another of many Michael Beasley revenge games, right? Exactly. At Milwaukee. Yes. And you know that he will get a large ovation from that crowd. Oh, definitely. Who I'm sure really values the time that he spent with the Bucks. Okay, we'll skip right over that. Bulls at the Pistons. Pistons are eight-point favorites. 212.5 is the over-under. I actually, if this was a normal slate, would have some interest in Andre Drummond. Mm -hmm. I would have some interest in Blake Griffin. This is not a normal slate. I don't think I'm going to be able to spend that much on center. And I can't play Blake over Draymond or Nance or Tobias. So I kind of feel like this is another game that I'm just staying away from. Yeah, I'm definitely staying away from this game. Uh, I'm very, you know, usually there's some value plays on the Bulls too. But now that, you know, the NBA is kind of threatening to give a little slap on the wrist, we've got Justin Holiday, Robin Lopez back in the starting lineup. You know, who knows if they're actually going to play a bunch of minutes or if the Bulls are just going to kind of, you know, okay, we're going to start him, play 10 minutes, you're done. I, I Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah, I, I think Holiday and Lopez both are fine tournament options. They really, against this team, need Lopez to play a bunch of minutes if they right. were actually trying to compete, which they're not. But Holiday is just 4,100. Yeah, and I mean, the price point reflects, you know, where they're at. I just, I, I still don't, you know, the problem is the positions that they play and the guys that were so big on tonight, I, I just don't see any way to get them in. Atlanta Hawks at the Indiana Pacers. Pacers eight and a half point favorite. Two oh nine point five is the over under. It the hard thing about this is this this would have been a better setup tonight for like a five game slate. Yeah. Because we could have just said these are the two games that matter. Now we're going through ten different games. And I don't want you to don't want it to sound like I'm just not going to play anybody from sixty percent of the games. But that's kind of how I'm feeling. No, it's definitely how I feel. You know, and it, you know, that's how it is, honestly, at this point in the day. Now, when we get injury news late, at, you know, closer to the time lineups lock, we might throw one of these guys in there if there's a guy that's cheap that fits around our core. But at this point, you know, with Darren Collison returning, I can't even recommend Corey Joseph again. It, it's a sad, sad day on the Sportsline DFS podcast when Mike can't recommend Corey Joseph. I will say Victor Oladipo is another stay away on this slate. Ninety nine hundred. No, thank you. Uh, I, I, there's not anyone on the Hawks I have interest in. Yeah, no, it's another fade for me for sure. Okay, so the Orlando Magic, this will not be a fade. At Sacramento, Kings are four-point favorites over the Magic, 209 over-under. Neither of these teams are any good. The Magic have been pretty awful at most everything defensively, but the key to this game is the fact no Aaron Gordon, 
no Evan Fournier, Mario Hazonia, Jonathan Simmons. Those are the clear two top plays, right? Yes, the clear top two plays. And, you know, on DraftKings, you don't have to. But on FanDuel, you have to pick one of them. Right. And, you know, that that's a fun challenge. I think that I prefer uh, Hazonia. I think that Simmons will probably end up getting the start. I think Simmons is, you know, the guy that's kind of shown some of the upside there, especially if you look at the last game log. Um, but I think Hazonia is the guy that I prefer in that spot. And they are basically priced the same, 45 and 4,300 on FanDuel. Vooch is somebody that if you're doing a contrarian type build and don't have some of the stars at small forward, power forward, and you want to spend money on center, I think he is our favorite center to spend money on. Oh, yeah, I like him a lot. So the the question with Vooch is how many minutes do we think that he's going to end up getting in this game? Uh, because if you look at his production in this kind of a situation, I mean, you basically look at his last game when he played 34 against the Lakers, 52 fantasy points. That's pretty much what I'm expecting from him tonight. Uh, in the situations this year with uh, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier off the floor, Vuce has had a 30% usage rate and has scored 1.5 FanDuel points per minute. 1.5 is a ton for a guy that plays 30 minutes. To put that in perspective, Kevin Durant has 36% usage, 1.5 fantasy points per minute with Steph Curry off the floor. Uh, Vooch is Durant. You heard it here first. Yes. Anybody on the King side of this game that you're interested in, how could you even answer that? Because half of them are questionable. Yeah, I mean, the only King I'll be interested in is Frank Mason. And the yes. only way that that happens is if Darren Fox, Garrett Temple both ruled out. What I think is really fun is tonight, your Kansas State Wildcats are facing the Kansas Jayhawks, yep. my favorite college basketball team, and you are trying to stack our lineup with Kansas Jayhawks. Well, I mean, let's be, how many Kansas State Wildcats are in the league right now? Uh, well, you did say Michael Beasley. Yeah. So it's basically all about is, what is the Sunflower Showdown? It is the Sunflower Showdown. The most awesome name in all showdowns. So Frank Mason, if Fox and Temple are both out, but that's all you want from the Kings. Yeah. So this game though, I will say, you know, if the Kings guys are ruled out and DJ Augustine is ruled out, You've got two value point guards here if you need guards. Right. Uh, you've got Frank Mason we just talked about for Sacramento. You've also got Shelvin Mack for the Orlando Magic. Uh, Shelvin Mack is not a high-efficiency guy, but fortunately the Kings aren't high-efficiency on the defensive end of the floor either. So I like Shelvin Mack at 3,700 if DJ Augustine is also out. If DJ Augustine out, it will be the return of the Mack to Mike's lineups. If Willie Cauley-Stein is out and Zebo is out, as we're expecting, we're gonna, we've been talking about how we need a cheap center. Costa Kufos may be that guy at 4,500. Yeah, no, I definitely think he could be that guy. Uh, I want both of those guys to be out for sure for me to pull the trigger. Oh, yeah, on no that, chance but... of it if they're not. Uh, Utah Jazz, nine and a half point favorites at Memphis. You won't be surprised to hear that no one is excited about this game. 197.5 is the over under. There's, there's one name that you need to say, and he is also a former Kansas Jayhawk. Uh, I'm not going to say it. Ben McLemore. 31.4 FanDuel points in his last game. The game before that he played, 37.4. The game before that that he played, 33.6. So over 31 in each of his last three. He's just 4,800 on FanDuel. Yeah, he's also 4,800 on DraftKings. Uh, I mean, maybe if I need, you know, I'm more excited about it on DraftKings because he's shooting guard, small forward eligibility. So I've got four different spots in the lineup that I could possibly plug him in. Uh-huh. So, that you know, that makes me very excited. What uh, if you were in a situation where you'd filled... Um, you had your two point guard spots and a center left, and you had fifty-seven fifty per player left on FanDuel, and you got a forty-eight hundred dollar Ben McLemore. I, I guess my question is, who is the shooting guard under five thousand that you like more than McLemore? Uh, well, he's not a shooting guard, so it has to be him. You know, if we're talking 
FanDuel, it's got to be Macklemore. If we're talking DraftKings, it's each one more. I'm just trying to get as many Jayhawks in this lineup as possible. Mike. I know you are. And I know you are loving it. So let's get to our all-tournament team before we do finish off those lineups. Mike will be disappointed to see there are not actually that many Jayhawks in the lineups tonight. We said a lot of names. Mm-hmm. It's an easy night to build tournament lineups because we know this core four or five guys, the Drew Holiday, the Kevin Durant, the Draymond Green, the Miritich, I would assume the Hazonia and Simmons pair will account for a lot of ownership at small forward. That means that on a 10-game slate, you've got like 80% of the field that you can probably count on being below 10%. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So there's like we often have to worry about, is this guy's ownership going to be low enough to be on an alternative team? You don't really have to consider that. We're just thinking about upside right now. Yeah. Who do you all like at all, all tournament for, for point guard? Uh, you know, he's a guy that I don't say a lot, but I, I think Chris Paul or Eric Bledsoe, both of those guys could be very underrated tonight. I like it. Paul, 8,300, has been living right around 35 to 40 fantasy points over his last couple of games. I My only problem with Paul is what is his upside? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a ton, a ton of upside, I guess, but he's a high floor guy. So the reason I like this matchup, if, you know, if you want to watch a good basketball game tonight, you know, the Raptors, obviously, they've already clinched the playoff spot now. And the Rockets, obviously, one of the best team in the NBA, in my opinion, right now. On the road in Toronto, it's a really good gauge of like where each team really is heading into the playoffs. I think both teams take this game very seriously. Okay. And, and I like Chris Paul here. I don't think, any, I mean, I'm talking 5% ownership on Paul tonight. That'll be lower than what Lonzo is? Yeah, Lonzo will probably be 12 to 14. So. Okay, so at the shooting guard position, looking for an all-tournament play, I assume the two highest shooting guards in ownership will be Drew Holiday and Bradley Beal? Yeah, it should be. You know, Harden might still. I don't you know. People might play Harden. So Lou Williams is our clear choice for all-tournament team? 100%. Okay, moving on to small forward. Can Giannis be all-tournament team? Yeah. I definitely think he can. I mean, LeBron's ownership, just because of his recent performance, won't dip that much. Durant's going to be hugely popular, and there's really only one other guy above 6,500 that you're even considering. Yeah. No, if you, if you don't like Giannis, try Kelly Oubre. Uh, you know, assuming Otto Porter's out, could right. be an interesting tournament play. I, I like it. Over at power forward, Blake Griffin's the most expensive at 86. Tobias Harris right there at 84. Everyone's going to play the tier below them, probably. Nance and Draymond Green. And Kuzma even. Yeah. So uh, is is it Blake Griffin? Yeah, I think it's Blake Griffin. Okay. Blake Griffin on the all-tournament team at power forward. And then at center, it's it's really difficult. I, I think it might be Jokic because he always has 60 to 70 point upside. I do think some people will play Drummond against that Bulls matchup. I think a lot of people like us are going to be looking to go cheap at center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Vooch is going to get a lot of ownership because of the usage he's going to have tonight. Jokic may be overlooked as far as what his upside is. Yeah, he's definitely going to be overlooked. I love that he's at home here against the Lakers. Could not really be a better matchup for his skill set. You get a lot of assists in yep. that home arena. So on our FanDuel lineup, we've got Lonzo Ball plugged in at point guard. Our shooting guards are Drew Holiday and Mike's favorite shooting guard of the night, Ben McLemore. Actually, Drew Holiday was his must-play. Kevin Durant and Mario Hazonia at small forward. Draymond Green, Nikolai Miritich at power forward. We need a point guard and we need a center. And we have 53-50 remaining. I don't know that you love the place I've put you in. Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of the place that we are in currently. But We'll make one change that you would like to make that would change that position. Or give me a cheap center. I mean, if we're looking for a cheap center, there's one other guy that we really didn't mention yet. 
and that's Maurice Spates. Maurice Spates. If everyone's playing Vucevic, I, I think most Spates could get some playing time here tonight. Uh, he hasn't played in about eight games. That's contrarian. Uh, you know, I don't think we need to put him in our lineup, but I think that we need to be thinking about him tonight because I am projecting him to actually see some minutes tonight. Mo Spates going to get off the bench, and when he gets off the bench, he gets buckets. So, yes, but uh, let's put Kufos in here just to see where we can get. Okay, so Kufos, and again, we are playing Costa Kufos on the assumption that there's going to be... Zach Randolph, I think, is a pretty fair assumption, yep. but also that Willie Cauley-Stein does not make an appearance in this game tonight. If... He does, then you could also play Spates, who is less than Kufos. And I I think you can always consider our good friend Marcin Gortat if you're in a panic. $4,000. He's had one really terrible game as of late, but he certainly has 25 to 30 point upside. Yeah, no, I definitely think he's someone you can consider. Uh, as far as our cheap center, it's you got to watch the news tonight. And Emeka Okafor. Yeah. Another name just to throw in there. Okay, so we need a point guard, and we have 6,200 remaining. Do you like any of the point guards in that range, or do we need to deconstruct here a little in the FanDuel lineup? Uh, I would probably deconstruct, but if you liked everything else, uh, Tomas Sadoransky is probably someone you could look at. Uh, you know, had a poor game against the Pacers, played 40 minutes against uh, the Heat, though, 37 fantasy points. I think that, especially if Otto Porter's out, he's going to have enough usage to really have a good game here. So if you want to keep the build that God, I would use him at point guard. Okay, let's uh, let's not keep the build we've got. You give me a cheaper point guard so we can spend a little bit more money at center. Okay. Uh, Is it Frank Mason at 39? It, it just basically comes down to if the Sacramento guards are out, Frank Mason's our favorite cheap guard. And if the Sacramento bigs are out, Costa Kufos is our favorite cheap center. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. And so then if you had the extra 2300 so you could look at the in the six to $7,000 range there, is there a center you're going to be playing in that range tonight? Uh, honestly, no. But okay. uh, that you know that's just kind of where we're at here. I think that the, the real issue is the the Lonzo ball play. I, I like Lonzo, but I don't know that we're going to end up being able to pay up for him. I think we're going to have to end up taking a little more value somewhere because um, I, I think that you're going to have the situation with Frank Mason available. Okay, and that's fine. But we spent most of the slate talking on shooting guards, small forwards, and power forwards. Yeah, we. Where would you want to select your point cards from? We don't necessarily feel good about the cheap ones right now. We don't necessarily have the money to pay up for the Chris Paul types. And Lonzo Ball is a little bit questionable. So what's standing out to you at point guard right now? Uh, Fred Van Vliet, maybe? Fred uh, Van Vliet. It knowing always that comes DeJuan back to Fred Van Vliet. And OG, they're both out. Uh, you know, he's going to play 25 minutes in this game. Oh, for sure. So I, I think that, you know, where we're at right now, it's probably where I would go, and then I would stick Vucevic at center. That does help things considerably. Let's move over to DraftKings, where I've hopefully put you in a position that you find more palatable. Drew Holiday at shooting guard, Kevin Durant at small forward, Draymond at power forward. I did plug Okafor in at center. Etwan Moore at guard, somebody we did not mention during the game-by-game breakdown, but more a very nice option on DraftKings where he is both shooting guard and small forward eligible and has exceptional usage without Anthony Davis, right? Yep. Miritich at forward and check Diallo as the utility. If you hated Okafor there, you could put Diallo in it as center as well. But this is basically a Pelican stack with Durant and Draymond Green, and it leaves you 5700 for a guard because you could plug Drew Holiday into point guard or shooting guard. Yeah, no, I think this is a much better position. It's where I, where I like everything to look so far. 
Um, I think here I would probably look for Tomas Sadoransky again, 5,500. Uh, you know, the more I talk about it, the more I look at my data here on this game, I think that he's in a really good spot. Well, that, that is something like Sadoransky is not an elite talent, but this is an elite matchup. And if Porter's out, we're talking about the increased usage for Beal. It'd be more shots for Sadoransky as well. So the DraftKings lineup as of now, and make sure you please check close to lock. Go to sportsline.com, get a $1 membership, use Mike's lineup, but most importantly, just check the injury news as well. Sadoransky, Holiday, Durant, Draymond Green, and Okafor, Etwan Moore, Nikolai Miritich, and check Diallo. Mike McClure says get your Jayhawks in, get your Pelicans in, get your Warriors in. Go win some money, and we'll talk to you Monday on the Sportsline DFS Podcast.